BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about their purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, lead with your gift. If you don't let, and don't, remember this, don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. Lee, what's your gift? My next guest is the underground seafood chef, Natasha Billups, or Natasha, look at me, I had my little, my little Superman, my little Mega Man fail when I said her name. That's how hot mama, she, she's a beautiful, beautiful chef, Natasha B. You've heard about her fried, her king fried, fried king legs, her fried lobster tails, and Jack Daniels ribeye. Well, she is on the show to talk about them and how it all started when she was just selling plates to get ahead, get her attention. Chef Natasha B is an award-winning celebrity chef, a single mom to three children starting eight years and younger. She experienced some big changes in her life, divorce, moving back, in with her parents. I did that in college. I know about that experience. Getting kicked out of nursing school, learning to, well, I love this. this is going to be a great story. Listen to how she took her experiences and her passion and turned them into a business. She also stares what is coming up in her pipeline for her expiring chefs and how and what she does to help them out. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass, the one and only chef, Natasha B. How you doing, Natasha? Can I'm I say Tasha well. or should I say Natasha? Should I say Natasha? Yes, that's perfect. Okay, cool. Because you know, quickly, you know, I, I you know, because you seem so so relaxed. You seem like a, you know, because perception when you hear the word chef, you have to come at birth people mm-hmm. with a certain angle, or you know, kind of like be a little bit more stiff. But you seem like you're really down to earth, a natural person who listens to good music, know how to dance, and have a good time. Am I seeing the right person? Or I'm just, or I'm, or I'm, or I missed the boat by a hundred miles. 
You know, you have me like 90%. The only okay. 10% is I can't dance. I have two uh, left feet. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, let's talk about... Okay, now, why can't you dance, Natasha? Because you know what I'm saying is that because in the kitchen is a rhythm to kitchen cooking. You know that. You get in the rhythm, yes. you know, uh, and like I don't listen to when I cook, I cannot listen to music. I, I tried to listen to sports and destroyed so many meals. I realized, okay, you have to be focused when you're in the kitchen. So what is your tone of your kitchen when you're in there? Or do you listen to anything or you just focus on the meal at hand? You don't like people talking to you. What is the role that you play as a chef when you're preparing meals? Oh, I definitely want to hear music. I definitely want to hear music. Um, so I will dance, especially if my clients are dancing. Mm -hmm. I'll catch their vibe. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going with the flow. But I definitely want music. It helps me just... Just good music, though. It helps me stay in a place of love and stay happy. So right. all of that transfers to the food. Right. And so when you, when you talk about music, you know... And because music is emotion and the food, everybody knows food emotes emotion, good food, you know, makes you smile, make you talk, make you make you just want to share good stories. And some people say good food, make them go to sleep if they eat too much of it. What type yeah. of music do you do you feel kind of like um, equates to your brand of uh, of the culinary works that you deliver as far as desserts, as far as uh, as far as uh, meals, as far as entrees that you deliver to the general public. Um, I most always listen to some gospel before. Oh, okay, I, okay, okay. You know, I'm, I usually always pray, and it's a gospel song at some point before you uh, get to it. the food before the food gets to you. Well, you know, I think it's because you know we're supposed to pray before we break bread anyway. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting a double blessing with your meals. You you got the spirit, yes. then you're going in the kitchen with the spirit, and then when you serve the meal, we pray again. We got a double dose of, of the of the Lord's blessing on top of this meal. Is, is, that a, <laughs> is, that, is that a particular reason why you've chosen this direction of, because uh, you seem like a person, based on your resume, they could do a lot of things because you talked about nursing school. Why did they eventually become, Natasha, why it became food the direction? Being in the kitchen, what 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 clicked for you that made you say, "This is where I'm the most comfortable. This is where I feel my dreams should be built out of." Yeah. So um, I had started two journeys. I had the journey of nursing school, and it was something that I always wanted. You know, right. as a, a new single mom, the job security was just there. It's like you know, get that nursing degree. And while I pursued nursing school, I also started cooking. Okay. I started selling plates. And as you take a step, you know, God's going to basically, he's going to order your steps. So as you take a step out in faith, not knowing, hey, what's going to click, nursing school died out. Mm -hmm. I got kicked out of nursing school and I literally was like, okay, God, if cooking is what I'm supposed to do, then you're going to open up this door for me and it's going to work. And literally the moment that I got kicked out of nursing school, cooking just, it was, cooking was already building, but once nursing school was no longer an option, cooking took off. I began traveling every single month. Um, this month, April is my first time that I'm like, Hey, I'm going to sit down in April, guys. I'll see you back in May. I'll uh -huh. be traveling again in May. But as a traveling chef, 
Um, April is right now is my first time. I'm like, hey, I'm not traveling this month. No, I'm not no. Traveling this month. No, because you 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 used to work. Get you got kicked out of nursing school. I'm just reading from your bio. How do you get kicked out of nursing school, Natasha B? Oh my goodness! Because nursing is about following directions. Yes. So you bake. Yeah. So you know when it comes to baking, there's a certain time that you have to mix your wet together, mix your dry together. It's the same thing with nursing. You really have to follow directions. Right. And for me. It's not about uh, knowing the right thing. It's about the rules and, you know. Right. Um, so I didn't follow the rules like, on the first day. <laughs> I didn't follow the rules on the first day. You know, I'm like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. Right, I'm right. helping my patient. <laughs> well, the nurse, my um, my charge nurse, she's like, I need you to step out. My, my patient's laying in the bed like, she was the best nurse I ever had. <laughs> you know, like, they love me, but... It's not about being the best and doing what you know is the right thing. It's about following the rules. And right. then also, I just feel like, you know, my steps are ordered. Mm-hmm. How do you get kicked out on the first day? Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But that, like I said, you know, my degree is in mathematics. Got a degree in mathematics. Okay. I'm not doing anything related to mathematics other than counting money. Because I don't even do my own taxes, okay? Because I'm fearful of doing my taxes. That's how... You know, that's my, my 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 numbers amount to the, my degree. Very smart dude, got a okay. degree, it's on the wall, I can brag about it. So when you said nursing yeah. wasn't you, that's a good thing. Because you didn't get so down further far down the line, it frustrated you from seeing what you really were capable of or what your destination should be. Why did you choose nursing other so like you said earlier, nursing was just felt like it was a uh, a place where you can get a, a valued education, a secure job for you and your family. Was that the reason or did someone else tell you, girl, you should go there and you were following their lead? Um, it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried nursing school back in 2009 mm-hmm. and then I got married and moved away. And that, so it just burned down. And then right. being divorced, it was like, hey, what are you going to do now? It's like, Remember you had the passion for mm-hmm. caring for people. You're so loving. You're so smart. Just go back to school. Right. And it really helped me get back on track. So I don't discredit any of the time that I spent, you know, pursuing that degree because it kind of helped me refocus and become disciplined again. And um, it gave me something to do after the, the divorce, you know, a purpose again. Right. Which, which is really cooking with a better purpose. Well, now let's go to the other, because you said, Rashawn, you know, I didn't want to follow the rules. Now, are you a self-taught chef? Did you go to culinary school? So I'm a self-taught chef. I have no official culinary training. I am just a foodie, a foodie. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. Oracle.com strategic. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Okay, see that, that I'm self-taught, but you see, so you are a different level, though. So you are, you doing some things. I look at your, I look at your, your, your Instagram. I look at your pictures or videos. I go, okay, she is. This, this is some natural gifts. What? Okay, let me use me as an example. Why are you so different from me as a self-taught person? Because you know all your all your final presentations look so polished, so elegant. Are you just a person that looks in a magazine or looks in a book, and you able to replicate that look? How are you able to do that, Natasha B? Um, I want to call it like a it's it's a little bit of an obsession. <laughs> so I um I love presentations. You know, right. going a little bit back to the the nursing, being a nurse and just going through that school and, and knowing when you look at food, like your brain and your body, it already figures out how it's going to digest it. So you start eating your food before you start eating your food. So for me, as a way of like, OK, if I'm going to be a chef, if I'm going to sell my food, I want people to look at my food. Right. I want to look at my food right. and, 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 and want to eat it before I smell it or taste it or anything. So that really separates me. I know um, when I first got started, a lot of chefs, they were using like aluminum pans. And you think there's really there's no new food. So how do I separate myself from the next chef? It's like, okay, my presentation and my service. So I make sure whenever I present my food to you that it is in the best way. Oh, it's outstanding. You know, I present 
outstanding. Yeah, I presented the best food to you. <laughs> outstanding. There's, there's no doubt about it. That's why I asked you, had you any uh, formal training? Because that's what it looks like. And that's an ultimate compliment to your natural skills. Now, but... Thank you. Now, the, the, the brand that you go under is Underground Seafood. Now... Yes. Underground always seems to me like, you know, you... You you working undercover? People don't know about you. You just like you just blazing this reputation, but you underground and and once people find out about you, they're just blown away. That's what I hear the word underground. Now, obviously, there's a term that you put together, underground and seafood. Tell us about the brand Underground Seafood. Okay, um, you really just hit the nail on the head. When I got divorced, my confidence dropped. It just did. You know, I'm literally rebuilding myself. And I know that with food, it's like, even though I'm still being shy and you're still embarrassed and you still like, I don't want people to really know about me, but you're like, I want you to eat this good food though. So I wanted to stay underground. I wanted Mm -hmm. to stay low key, fly under the radar. Hey guys, I have this food. You know, just, you know, playing small. Um, And that's how I got my name. And it it didn't stay small at all. As soon as people found out that I had fried king crab legs and fried lobster, you know, uh, word spread fast. But it spread, even that, it kind of spread underground. Because I would still tell people, it's like, hey, they would ask me, can I share your menu? And I'd be like, okay, you can share it here, but don't post it here. (laughs) So I tried to stay low key. I tried to stay low key. Okay, now, you try to stay low key now. See that? See that word "try"? You know, out there on 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 social media videos. I'm trying to figure out how the word "try" and social media they don't go together. You posted videos that go viral, Natasha B. How are you trying to be low key? Uh, you know, it's a mental thing. You know, maybe oh, a mental thing. A mental thing, huh? Oh, I'm looking at these videos going, I sure wish my <laughs> video could go viral. So, so when you yeah. first, when you first, you know, I'm inspired by you, first of all, Natasha B. Because I, because I think that when I created this platform, Money Making Conversation Masterclass, it was designed for people to show that everybody's journey is different. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, quote unquote, the perceived path. And the perceived path is that, you know, you go to school and, and then you get this job and, and then voila. And there are no flaws yeah. to that path. To me, the everyday person path is a path filled with flaws. And I always tell people, your key is not to make the same mistake, at least twice. Don't make it twice, okay? You can make it one time. Making it twice, you borderline just don't give a hoot. But in your Mm -hmm. case, you know, know, it all started selling plates. Now, when I go to hearing the word selling plates, I go back to my church days. I go back to my fraternity days in college where we were just selling plates to to, to raise money, just a little bit of money. It wasn't a lot of money. But sometimes it was more work making the plates than the money you got out the plates. Okay. So let's talk about how it all started to this evolution where the month of April, you ever take time off for yourself. And then back in May, you back in the grind. Mother's Day month, she back in the grind. So let's talk about that early start because, like you said, when you got your divorce, 
You lost all your confidence. You 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 were insecure. You didn't have any direction. You were just reaching out. You reach you reached out to nursing school. That wasn't direction. And so, when did that whole I'm gonna count on me. I'm gonna depend on me. I, I'm gonna go down being me. Um. So, just you know, just a little background. I through the divorce, I found that cooking was such a passion for me and it brought me so much joy. So really, um, I started selling 10 plates because I annoyed my whole family. They're like, you're cooking lobster again. Like, you know, like (laughs) you're cooking king crab again. Can we get something else? So I had offered it up on social media. Hey, does anyone want to buy uh, plates from me? And when they bought, I think I sold 10 plates and those 10 people literally told probably another set of okay, 10 Okay, people, okay, 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 Natasha. You sold 10 plates where? I, I sold 10 plates out of my parents' home. So people drove up to your plates. parents' home and got the food? Yes. Wow. Yes, they came and got it. They came and, and got you, it. And it was on like little, little plastic plates and, you know, you put a little aluminum foil on top or plastic spoons and so, fork? I, um, you know, I'm kind of heavy handed with my portion sizes. So they got oh, me yeah. pants. and I did this, uh, red snapper. So fry the fish whole with the onions, peppers, cilantro. I have a special sauce that I use mac and cheese, which is now smack and cheese and some stir fried cabbage. And it was so good that they literally told all of their friends, like at least 10, everybody told another set of 10 people. And the next week, they asked me to do the same thing. And it just continued to grow every single time. Every single time. Every single time. Until so, okay. um, someone... Oh, go ahead. So who was ready to kick you out of their house first? Okay. You know, you turn their house into a into a uh, a stop and go. Okay, eat the go. Uh, uh, get yeah. it while you, get it while it's hot. Go. Okay, people. Did you have a, like a, a window? They can only come ten to two or four to six. What were the rules that you put in place for this food business that you set up at your at your parents' home? So it was something like, hey, it was maybe like a four hour window because we're starting small. So it was like a four hour window. Hey, between these hours, you can come get your plate. And <laughs> this it's is so, so funny. Now, look, if I do it now, everyone has an exact time. Right. I don't do the window anymore. Right, right, right. Because then everyone comes at one time and, you know, um, I have you have an exact time that you can pick up now. Like you come at one fifteen with maybe three other people who are allowed to come at one fifteen, and you guys can get a plate. We'll be right back with more money making conversations masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to money making conversations masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. I've never heard this story before, and this is so original to me, and such a story filled with blessing and also support because you have to have support for that to happen. And so then then people come in and there's trust there, too, because, you know, people come to your house, you know, that looks looks kind of like, OK, she in a house. OK, is it right? Is the food coming out there right. And then but they they then they told other people. So that means that they had to convince these people, you need to try this. I know it sounds crazy. She's over there cooking out a 
mom's house, but it's, it's, it's worth going over there. So at what point did you realize you had something special in your talent, the underground seafood brand that Chef Natasha B, at the time Natasha Billups, was building? Um, I think when I started, when I fried king crab mm. and it was good, mm. I told my mom, I was like, that's it? I'm a millionaire. She's like, okay, you made $500. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then I was like, nah, this is it. It's like, I know I only made $500, but I'm like, mom, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. And then I would, you know, I got to a month where the income was 1000 And it's like, mom, I told you, look, I'm a millionaire. Like, I got it. Like, uh-huh. I don't know when I'm going to get it, but right. I got it. And right. then you get to 2000 and you like, I do you hear what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I'm going to keep flipping this thing. Mom, right. I got something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the once, it, once I did King Crab, you know, that was it for me. But the King Crab wasn't what caused me to go viral. Like, I'm known in Maryland for doing fried king crab legs. Right. But um, I have this thing. Once I started doing private dinners, I'm always thinking about how I can make this dinner better. Right. And I would do these fruit displays. Mm-hmm. And I would always look at it. This fruit display is beautiful. How can I make this better? So I started doing watermelon fruit displays. And I would do them for free, just over deliver every time I go in a client's home. And that's what actually caused me to go viral. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, I, and I like to tell the story because it's like, hey, no one was asking me for a watermelon display when I did it. My clients weren't paying me for it. I literally just figured out how to over deliver. And it's what's caused me to go viral. It caused me to get even more clients. So now I can charge for it. Now, there's two things you hear in this conversation. First of all, when she says she was selling the plates, she kind of over delivered mm-hmm. on the food, which means that, mm-hmm. you know, I'll Black people, they like getting extra. You know, if you go to any restaurant, black people will take a doggy bag out of a restaurant. They, 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 I don't care if it's fries, it's rice. That's a win. That's a win right there. So she knew that. So then when she started doing these caterings, catering opportunities, she realized that, you know, I'm going to do these free watermelon decorations. And mm-hmm. they wouldn't ask it for it, but it also made her brand bigger and more thoughtful and people saw extra value and they supported her more. So as a young entrepreneur, these are just natural talents that you picked up on as a marketer, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm always thinking about, you know, what does this look like? <laughs> now, you, you work with a lot of different people. I saw that you're working with comedians now. I'm a former comedian. So what funny people have you worked with in this business that have eaten your fantastic food and made you the, I guess, I guess once you can say the, uh, the you're a celebrity chef. You really are. And uh, because you're a celebrity chef, you're able to start naming your ticket. You travel a lot. What's the next step in the type of guests that you have as far as, I know this beyond comedians, there are entrepreneurs, there are corporations, there are all type of people. But what's the goal? But first, let, let my audience know some of the working comedians you've been, you've been uh, you know, feeding lately. Eating. Um, my favorite foodie comedian is Timothy Shropshire in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, he put me in contact with uh, Desi Banks. So I got to cook for Desi Banks. Um, I always have followed DC Irvin 
on social media. I right. saw him when he was in Philadelphia and I'm telling him like, hey, get cheesesteaks from here. But when you ever, whenever you come to Maryland, I have to cook for you. Right. So it just so happened kind of around this time last year, he was in Maryland and I reached out to him again. So I got to cook for DC Irvin and Marlon Wayne's. So like, as far as some of my favorite comedians, them, and then I have my social media comedian, um, Kerwin Claiborne. Uh-huh. I just cooked for him <laughs> in uh, Baltimore and he's hilarious. Hilarious. So, yeah, those are my favorites. Well, you know, to you know the, the beauty of uh, what you do, I'm just going to ask this question and, um, about the food specialty. You know, like I said, I, I love hamburgers. I love pizzas. Pizza. And, uh, and so anything that looks like a, a piece of fried chicken, I'm in. Okay. Why seafood? Why, 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 why did that become your food specialty, seafood? Oh, because I... It's two things. Personally, I love seafood. Okay. So really, I could be a pescatarian because I can eat fish, you know, shrimp. I can eat that every day of the week. So that for me is a passion. And then I also look around me to see just to know the climate of what everybody else is doing. Everyone is doing the hot honey wings. And, you know, the Jamaicans, they got the oxtails, the Africans, they got the fufu and the peanut soup, you know. So it's like, what can I do to stand out? That's also a passion of mine. And seafood is definitely it. Like, one, I'm in Maryland. So Marylanders, we love seafood. So if I can present amazing quality seafood and I can hone in on that, and when you think about seafood, you think about fried king crab legs, fried lobster, you're going to think of me. So, right. right. You know, the beauty of this interview is that I see a person who um, is about empowerment. It's about being able to look in the mirror and see a lot of strength. At one point, you may have not seen that strength. But you see it now, and I'm sure you're willing to share that strength, especially with women who may feel like you, especially single moms who may feel they don't understand where they can go with their lives. Talk about that discovering that self-empowerment within yourself and how do you share it outside of the world of cooking? Um, Just cooking became a source of empowerment for me because it gave me control over my life again. It increased my finances. It increased my self-esteem. And then I found that people through my pain and what I've been through, people began to look at me as like a source of inspiration. And I never want you just to look at me and think, oh, that was so great for Natasha. I'm so glad God did that for Natasha. But like, you, you know, my situation is, is so common. It's so common to so many people. So many people have gone through what I've gone through. So I don't want you to look at me and just think, oh, inspiration. But I would love for you to take my story and to be empowered as well. I would love to help you as well. I have so many other chefs that have culinary training They've graduated. They already have working, um, successful catering businesses. And they've reached out to me and asked me to be their mentor. And it's like, wow. You know, I'm looking at you like you have something to teach me. You went to school, you know, but they're still even with college training, they're still looking for that empowerment and that mentorship. So um, I'm actually working on a mentorship program now. 
Right. That will be available later this year. And we're going to, you know, we're going to take other people and we're going to empower them, especially women and especially helping um, children and teens. If they want to get into cooking, I want them to know that, like, you can do this as well. You, you can do this as well. Well, you're, you're an inspiration. Uh, I, I'm very happy I got to interview you today on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. You know, her brand is Underground Seafood. Believe me. The word underground is just a just a phrase now because she's not underground no more. She's very much above ground. And she's out there doing her thing on social media. She's traveling this country. And and when you get that 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 conference together, please come back so we can talk about that. And we're the we'll focus yes. on that part of your life, which I think is gonna become a, a major part of the blessing that you're gonna be sharing with other people. Right now you're sharing your blessings strongly in that kitchen, but I think your your next journey is gonna be outside the kitchen, but using the strength that you gained through seafood and the culinary world that you were not trained in, that God just gave you that talent to you and you stuck with it and you you took a, a, a person who didn't believe there was a future that she could shape, but you're shaping it, my friend. So Natasha B., Chef Natasha B., thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And you're absolutely fantastic. <laughs> if you want to hear or see any of my interviews on Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. <laughs>